0: Throughout my childhood and my teenage years, and let's be honest, even through today, I've always been a nerd. Most of the things I did were oriented around being successful academically. I always wanted to have the best grades and I even pushed myself to be better than my peers whenever possible. I had to beat them on quizzes and tests. I had to get more extra credit. I had to have a higher overall average on my report card. I needed the numbers to show that I was the best. Even outside of school, I was competitive. In golf and basketball, for example, I wanted to have the best outcomes. I didn't like losing. I didn't like having bad games. All I wanted was to win, do my best, and be better than my opponents. And beyond that, I wanted to have the best future. I wanted to go to a better university than everyone else, and I wanted to have more success in college and life than everyone else. Were these goals the best goals to have? Definitely not. But can I say that they didn't help me at the time? No. Competition and my desire to be better than others was forcing me to do my best, and it brought my performance to a higher level. But what could I have done better? What kind of goals could I have set that would have been better for me and those around me? And could I have set goals in a more effective way? In the field of psychology, there have been lots of studies done on types of goals and the optimal ways of setting goals. The two main types of goals are mastery and performance goals. Mastery goals are goals that are oriented around self-improvement and developing competence in a certain skill or area. For example, a mastery goal for a language learner could be that they want to establish a strong base of vocabulary in a subject and to be able to have a conversation with a native speaker about the topic for 15 minutes. Performance goals are goals that are oriented around beating others improving proving one's own ability. An example of a performance goal would be a person's goal to finish first in a competition or to beat a specific competitor. Most of my goals growing up were performance goals. I wanted to compete and I wanted to be better than others. I also really wanted to prove myself by achieving those goals. This sounds quite shallow and surface level at first, but research has shown that this type of goal can be effective helping individuals boost their performance in the short term and these goals certainly helped me in the short term when i was younger competing gave me a reason to try harder and to push myself a little more i felt like i was seeking to gain a critical edge even though that pursuit wasn't necessarily the most genuine sustainable i can't deny that it didn't help me mastery goals are often argued to be better than performance goals This argument is made mostly in theory because the data show that these two types of goals can both contribute to improved outcomes for individuals. Toward the end of my time in high school, I started to implement more mastery goals after reading a book called Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck, which was a revelation for me for the way I thought about improvement and skill development. An example of this was my approach to learning Spanish. Instead of focusing on the grades I was getting, I started to focus on actually developing competence within the language. While my fellow students memorized speeches for oral examinations, I put myself out there and worked on my ability to respond naturally and in the moment without preparation. The first two or three times I didn't use the memorization method, I struggled and didn't do as well. But I could tell that it was challenging me and helping me improve my level of competence with the language. And as time passed and I used this method more and more, My skills skyrocketed, and I was able to speak close to fluently about most topics, something that only one or two of my classmates were even close to being able to do. From my perspective, I think that the best way of going about this is by using both types of goals. Many would argue that you should only use mastery goals, and I think that that's a fine argument. However, competition is not a bad thing. Trying to beat others and be the best can undoubtedly help you improve and succeed in something. Nevertheless, if this desire to improve solely comes from your desire to beat others and prove yourself, then that can be toxic for you in the long term. If your principal interest is not in the subject itself and learning more about that subject, then your interest in improving in that area will almost certainly burn out. It also comes with a lot more stress and anxiety, which are things that people tend to say they don't enjoy. Now that we are aware of the types of goals we can set, how do we set them? Many of us just see this one big goal that we want to achieve, but do we ever really think about how we can get there? Do we ever think through how long it is going to take us to get there? Do we ever think through the steps that we need to take along the way? There's some interesting research in this area as well. First, There's the concept of SMART goals, of which I am personally a fan. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, Time-bound. Specific meaning you state the actual thing that you want to achieve as explicitly and as detailed as possible. Measurable meaning you can quantify your progress toward the goal. Achievable meaning it is something realistic for you to achieve. Relevant meaning It is personally relevant for you and the pursuits that you currently have in your life and time bound, meaning you can give yourself a specific amount of time to achieve the goal. Not too much, but also not too little. Having the goals you set check all these boxes is a big step toward actually being able to achieve them. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. The way that you set your goals and think about them is one of the most significant predictors As to whether or not you end up achieving them using this framework and making sure that the goals check the these five boxes will undoubtedly help any person achieve the goals that they have and to go a step further and fill in some of the holes of the smart goal framework setting much smaller incremental goals which chain to much bigger long-term goals is also a significant piece of the puzzle Having a pie-in-the-sky goal that is a smart goal may be menacing and even detracting if you can't really picture how you can get there. That's where those smaller, incremental goals come into play. Being able to write out and visualize each of the small steps to get to those long-term goals will make you feel so much more confident in your ability to actually get to those bigger long-term goals. And suddenly, those bigger long-term goals don't look so big anymore. With all this in mind, you may be asking, so how do you set goals now? Great question. I'll walk you through an example. One massive goal that I have is to become fluent in French and Portuguese. But as you know now after reading the material above, or after listening to everything that I've said so far, I don't just stop there. Here is what my goal looks like in its full written form. The title is Learn French and Portuguese to a B2 level by January of 2021. Short-term goals. February of 2020. Reach A2, which is basic conversational, in both languages. Have learned the most used words, the top 1,000 of them, in both languages, and the 150 most used verbs. July of 2020. Reach B1, which is middling conversational. Understand 50 to 65% of normal speech and respond easily in conversation. December of 2020, reach B2, which is fluency. Understand 70 to 85% of normal speech and respond easily. Read a full book in each language and dominate each verb form. Key steps Listen to French and Portuguese music and read the lyrics for one hour per week. Read news articles in French and Portuguese to improve vocabulary and comprehension. Read one in each language per week. Watch TV or films in Portuguese and French. Watch one episode of a TV series or one movie in each language bimonthly. Talk to people. Do video calls with people in French and Portuguese, even if your skills are trash. It's the only way to get better. And do this once per month in each language. Write out simple conversations in both languages and repeat them aloud once bi-weekly in each language for the first three months. Know the most important verbs in the languages and how to conjugate them in different tenses. Find lists online and write them down. Review them bi-weekly. And lastly, write questions or situations in the languages that you're learning and answer them out loud in audio recordings. Then listen to them, note your errors, and refine. Do this once per month. This goal is much better formulated than any goal I've set in the past. It's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, and there are a number of small incremental goals and steps along the way that will propel me to make consistent progress forward. However, there's a key piece in the background that we all need to keep in mind here. I'm striving toward these goals because learning these languages is genuinely something that interests me. I get excited about the prospect of being able to speak them fluently and I want to build my competence with them. In other words, I want to master them. A little competition mixed in here and there may add some excitement to the journey but it is so important for me that these goals are principally mastery goals. I hope that this goal can serve as an easily transferable example for you if you're thinking about setting any sort of goal and if you'd like my feedback or guidance on it I'd be more than happy to help. Just email me at matt at net, and we can work on it together. Don't be shy. Once again, like the last podcast episode, this was my most recent blog, uh, titled Goals, on my blog at mattbest.net slash the platform. And to find more material like this, as I've said in the last few where I've done recordings of these articles, You can find more information at mapbest.net slash the platform. And please, seriously, email me. Uh, Helping people set goals and setting goals myself is something which just completely fascinates me. And I I enjoy so much spending time doing it and working with other people on it. So feel free to reach out and please reach out. I really hope I get some stuff in my my inbox. Um, Thanks again for tuning in your ears and your attention and all the love and support you provide through just listening to this and subscribing to this means so much. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everything. And we'll talk soon. Cheers.